The director of Mountain Sports School at Big Sky, Christine Baker, lets us in on the changes and opportunities skiing at Big Sky this season. My name is Christine Baker, and I'm the director of Mountain Sports at Big Sky Resort. And I was so fortunate that my family started vacationing here in 1981. Um, my mom and dad came out here from Michigan on kind of a whim and kind of by chance and fell in love with the place. And it took a couple of years for them to decide to share it with me. I think I was about six or seven when I first came out here in about 82 or 83. And I believe I've missed two seasons since then. So fell in love with the place myself. And it was really, I think, the connections with the ski instructors that uh, really made the place so special. And it was such a small area at the time. And it was really easy to make those connections. And they took such good care of us and came back year after year, went through the whole ski school program here. When I finished up, the Hans was the ski school director. And a couple of times they were busy and said, hey, can you help out? And so I'd hop in when I was on vacation and help out a little bit. And came over my breaks to do a little bit of part-time work my freshman year of college. And when I graduated, Hans invited me to be a full-time instructor. So I did that for a season. And like many folks, okay, great. I did that for one season. I'm going to go back to Michigan. My real athletic passion, I was a horseback riding trainer. And so I went back to do that for a year and a half and decided the mountains were calling, Big Sky was calling, Montana was calling and had to come back. So started back up in the fall of 2000 and been here every winter since. All of Montana is unique and special and all of the different resorts have such a cool little niche and a role to play in the skiing experience in Montana. And I think Big Sky, that mountain, how many mountains are like that in, you know, in the world and how many of them do you actually get to ski and how many can we actually make approachable to the general public and even the non-skiing public in the summer sometimes like to be able to go to the top of a peak like Lone Mountain is a pretty special thing. So I think just the geology of it is really unique. I think the fact that we can do a private property and you can ski just about 360 degrees around that mountain is really unique. Besides that just being a cool experience where you can go from one side of the property to the other side and just feel like you're in completely different places. It also creates really good skiing because if, if it uh, isn't great skiing on one side of the mountain, you know there's good skiing on the other side of the mountain. So it really creates a great experience, whether it's for a first-time skier on an easy terrain, easy groom train, you can find the sun on Southern Comfort, or you can find still good groomers for those, those guests as you're skiing with them in maybe a more north-facing area. And same thing for the most expert skier. You, know, you can explore the mountain and find the snow in the conditions that you most want. So much of what we do in the summer informs winter and vice versa. So it's nice to have some not really planned and scheduled times to be thinking about winter. But when it comes up in something that's applicable from summer, uh, I can take some notes and keep working. And then we start hiring in August. So August 1 is kind of the next round where managers come back on, a couple of managers come back on, and we really start putting plans into place. And it's fun. It's an it's a ongoing cycle. Generally, we are growing every year. We have lots of terrain where we can spread people out. We want to be able to maximize that. We're really focusing on lift infrastructure that can move people up and out of the base and get people doing what they want to be doing, which is skiing and riding. And then if we're doing that, we need to develop the rest of our infrastructure, food and beverage, simple things like bathrooms, and then lodging. And 
that partnership with uh, the Lone Mountain Land Camp Company and the pieces that they're developing as well. There's many opportunities, I really do think. And I think the biggest opportunity that is presented again and again is the collaboration within the industry. And, you know, each of the Montana ski area, ski areas got together and they worked together and they collaborated. The ski area level, all of us as directors got together and had a collaborative meeting. I've been on so many calls with directors across the country with just open sharing and hey, we're really in this together. If, if we all succeed, we're all going to succeed. If anybody fails, it could put all of us at, at jeopardy. So that opportunity to have those connections and really see how other people think through processes. For Big Sky in particular, and this is, I think, true across the board, this is such an opportunity to consider why we're doing things and how we can change them. And we're changing things up in so many ways because of COVID that it's almost an easy time to say, hey, we've been wanting to try this for a long time and it's just been hard to make take the first step. Okay, this is the time to take the step. Or we've been doing this and we haven't wanted to and we don't think it's really the best thing, but we haven't just pulled the trigger on stopping doing that. So I think we're trying to look at those opportunities and try to capitalize on the changes that we need to do for COVID that are most likely to help improve what we've been doing into the future, hopefully in the future beyond COVID. So many initiatives to have people book online and in advance. And we think that's really going to help us create a better product on snow. Things will be able to start on time. We'll be able to get the kids skiing and moving a little faster. And then like a bigger one, our food and beverage team had a software that they really wanted to be able to move toward. And they upped the time frame for that software so that they can accommodate a lot more online orders and you know, lunch reservation systems and things like that. Getting people to space out, that's something that we do feel like is another thing that's unique to Big Sky. I mean, we have 5,800 acres. That's a lot of terrain. So really trying to help people maximize their elbow room once they're up and out of the base areas and really spread out. And so kind of whatever we can do to improve flow in the pinch points is going to help us achieve that goal. Of course, I'm the ski school director, and I always think that the best way to experience it is have somebody that knows how to do this, because instructors and guides aren't here just to teach you how to ski or ride, but they're going to help you with the whole experience, and they're going to help you find the best restaurant and the easiest way to get from the car to where you're going. They're such a great resource um, on so many levels. So your first time to Big Sky or first time skier or rider, it is. It's a lot different than going to the beach and where you just need a bathing suit and some flip-flops and maybe a towel. Um, there's a lot going on. So if it's in somebody's financial realm, a private lesson is going to give such an individualized experience and it's fantastic. The instructors are going to be calling 48 to 72 hours in advance just for this year in particular, going over any sort of COVID kind of issues, but also setting up a meeting time in place that will work for the folks and really individualize the experience and can answer any of those questions in advance. And that part is something that we're moving forward for all of our private lessons into the future, really trying to individualize that experience. And group lessons as well, you know, what a great way, you know, you're on vacation, take, let somebody else take the responsibility for some of the experience and let yourself enjoy it. It's sometimes tempting just to go out with a friend, but that friend sometimes brings you to places that get in the way of the easiest way of learning the sport. So going with somebody that really this is their job and their profession and something they take great pride in doing well is a great way to start.
we do have webcams that are placed in a variety of places. And I think that that's a pretty cool opportunity to check out what the snow is like in certain places, you know, paying attention to which way the wind is blowing and which way, you know, how sunny it's going to be can really be impactful. I mean, it can be, you know, this, you grew up here, right? Like it can be 10 degrees and sunny and that actually can feel pretty, pretty nice. And uh, it can be in the winter, it could be 29 degrees and overcast and windy and it can feel really darn cold. So dressing for it, kind of paying attention to the weather and there are different areas on the mountain where you can head into the trees, even as an intermediate skier, we have some nice gladed terrain and stay a little bit more protected from the wind. If it was really, really warm the other day, avoiding the slopes that you know maybe got extra sun and trying to find the north facing slopes where the snow is a little bit more protected. We have so much that is accessible and we have some gates that go out to the backcountry. I think just being very respectful for mountain travel is so important, you know, and it's easy, like you can see it there. And I would say, don't just go along with somebody because they say, yes, you know, this is going to be great for you. Know, know what your boundaries are and know uh, your personal limitations and then come up with a plan accordingly because there is so much to explore. It can be really easy to be like, oh, I'm going to go hike the headwaters. My friend said I could do it, but it's you know, there's exposure there. Know, know that that's the right thing to do. But if you're ready for it, and if you have the background to do it, you can do a little bit of research ahead of time. You can plan it out because it is a big mountain and kind of figure out a good route so that you can maximize what you're doing. And again, I mean, we have pros that would love to show you how to do it and love to help you find the path that is best for you that's going to challenge within, within abilities and give you a path to progress from there. You do have a couple areas like the Big Kular and the North Summit Snowfield where there is a check-in with our patrol team and where we do require that check-off in some gear. And then we also have terrain where we have some beacon checks and you just have to, yep, have it. But if you have it and you don't know what to do with it, then that doesn't necessarily help you out at all. So whether if we're recommending it for the headwaters hike or if you're going to go out the backcountry gates off the peak, you really do want to know what you're getting yourself into. And we'd like people to do that preparation for themselves because then they're venturing off our property and into National Forest and where our patrol teams, that's not what they are set up to do to respond to those. But then we're in the situation where they're closest to respond and we want people to be taking responsibility for themselves into those backcountry gates. Schemo is such a cool thing. And uh, the the book, the training for the uphill athlete, I read that and I learned a lot more about Schemo through that. I know that they were developing that and they were even developing a pathway for kids. I think little Reed went out and did the Schemo last year as a first grader, a, you know, a seven-year-old first grader or a six-year-old first grader. And what a cool opportunity. We, of course, are right across from Beehive Basin. And so, so many people head up into that area for backcountry opportunities or heading more towards towards the park. And Telly Meadows is such a pretty nice area for people to, to get involved. And from our side, from a ski school, we know that our instructors, whether they're taking guests into that train or not, so, so many of our instructors are really motivated to be in the backcountry. So we try, try to provide 
some opportunities for education. AVI 1, AVI 2, and Rescue Fundamentals are the three that we promote for our instructors to be educating themselves. Um, so that if they are going, I think that's the thing that we like to keep reiterating is the backcountry is really cool, but you want to know before you go and really be prepared with the education behind it. But there's so many opportunities and so many different places to explore. I mean, there's so much National Forest Service around here that there's the popular known areas, but there are so many areas beyond that to explore. But do your research, do your homework, take your classes first. I mean, you see people all the time, their friends say, lean back and get your tips up because that's how you're gonna make your way over that. Don't do that. You're an athlete. Think about an athletic position is maybe a simple way to think about it. And you wanna be balanced over your skis, just like any athlete in any sport would be. No athlete wants to be on their heels. That's not a good way to uh, be ready for anything coming your way. You know, that's across the board from a beginner to an advanced. So many people too will lean the way they want to go. And that's such a natural occurrence. And uh, that puts them on in their inside ski. And then again, that gets rid of the control. Anywhere we want to be, whether we're a beginner or if we're you know, skiing the big couloir, we want to have control because with more control comes more fun. And so really balancing over the outside ski is a huge one for all levels of skiers. So we want to stay balanced over the center of the ski in the fore-aft realm. We want to be balanced over the outside ski in the side-to-side realm. And really, if everyone did those two things just a little bit better, they'd be having more fun. All right, this is a fun one. We, so Safari is one of our green runs that gets, you know, that Southern Comfort Area is such a great beginner teaching zone. And we've always been challenged to come back here with a terrain that is good for that newer green, you know, upper green level skier. And we've done some good modifications to the safari run, which seems very small, but I think for our guests and our instructor team, that's going to be very impactful. And then on the Madison side, the wagon train run, the team did a lot of dirt work there. So both runs received a lot of dirt work and both of those are kind of the easier side, not the really fun tram kind of view, but you know, for that's going to be impactful for a lot of families, you know, families in the Valley, families visiting and my instructor team. So really excited for those two pieces. We're, you know, we're so excited to see everyone. The season's going to be a different kind of season and just reiterating the collaboration that everyone has been doing that we hope to see continue and working together. NSAA, the National Ski Area Association slogan is let's work together to be the reason we have a season. And I think that that's uh, the thing that we're trying to really emphasize and we're going to be, have a plan. We're going to stick to our plan. We're going to pivot and um, modify the plan when we need to and excited to get out there and be sliding on snow real soon, you know, tickets, passes, anything like that. And I'd say regardless of the season, if somebody is purchasing a day ticket, the best way to do that is as early as you know, you're coming, go sit down at your computer, your phone, purchase your tickets. That's going to be the best way to secure the lowest rate for a day ticket. Don't wait. Just think of it as an airline. You don't want to go to the airport and buy your ticket when you arrive. You do that whenever you know that you want to fly. And we want to be starting to think of skiing and riding in a similar way. That's going to be the best way to get the best value for the dollar. Or if you're staying with our lodging, of course, our lodging team has good ski and stay packages. So if it's somebody that's visiting from, you know, or driving from an outlying area, then that's a great way to maximize that for sure. We are in general, whether it's food and beverage or lodging or 
skiing, ski and ride school, we are really emphasizing people to go online, book what they want in advance. Give us a call. We're happy to help answer any questions and point you in the right direction so we can have as seamless as possible of an experience. Because um, there are going to be changes. Mm-hmm. We've always kind of prided ourselves on, yeah, sign up day of for group lessons. We're never going to sell out of group lessons. And this year we've had to change. We're going to have caps on our, our products and we are going to minimize what we do day of. And so pre-planning is going to be beneficial. But then at the same time, hopefully that's an opportunity because people tend to wait till day of to do these things. And then that first day of vacation doesn't feel like vacation. It feels like a little bit more stress getting the kids all geared up in their rental stuff and standing in lines and get everything organized. Hopefully this helps everything done be done in advance and have a smooth day. And if somebody's coming and they're renting gear, I really recommend reaching out to the rental team ahead and having going the rental delivery option that our team offers. And I think that will, again, ease, ease the first day and create a smooth experience. On the homepage, there is a winter update and winter FAQ links, and those will be updated as changes happen. And then I think that's a great starting point for general updates. And then depending on where you're going from there, the food and beverage go to the restaurants page and so on and so forth. It is BigSkyResort.com. Purchase your tickets in advance at BigSkyResort.com and come back to TheLastBestSki.com for your scoop on skiing Southwest Montana Yellowstone region. Until next time, happy trails.